asleep. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Powered by AgorasNexus.com, premier sponsor of the Use Guys in That podcast. Don't also forget about our friend Bobby and Fairly Decent Golf. Check him out on Instagram and on the Twitter and on TikTok. Great videos. Again, even if you're not a golf guy, Bobby's funny. He's a good human being. He's a friend. He's, he's a dear friend. And uh, anything that we could do to help get the brand out there, we'd like to do that for him. And he's a big supporter of our show. So we love you, Bobby. Thank you very much. We love Agoras Nexus. Let's get to it straight away. First and foremost, the jokes have already started. And some people, the boomers on, on the Facebook, because I hang out on Facebook a lot oh. because it's, it's entertaining to watch. I nabbed two people on a post you already. You them? I, I, no, I, well, no, I got them. I got them on a grammar post. All right, let's hear it. Okay, so let me go ahead and, and try to illustrate what this is, all right? All right. So the individual posts, what, what they call pedants, then in parentheses, people who can't resist correcting Y-O-U apostrophe E-R spelling and grammar G-R-A-M-M-E-R in different countries. This is what they call you for grammar Nazi. In uh, number five, Finland, they call you comma fucker. Four, Little dot shitter from Switzerland. Number three, Whittler of wood chips. That's from Norway. They're very nice and polite there. Number two, counter of peas. That's what they call you in Germany if you're if you're a, a grammar Nazi. And number one, sodomizer of flies in France. I nabbed two people who immediately couldn't help themselves and say he spelled grammar incorrectly and the wrong use of the word you your it should be y-o-u-r and i said and the guy who posted is adam sharp and i said adam has now nabbed two of yous uh because he did because you know because he did the whole point adam's point was wait and see um but no insults were thrown none that none at all i just i had a laugh and i had a giggle and a chuckle boomer posting on facebook i was told not directly, but I read, not told, I was, I read joking about the current situation in North Atlantic Ocean with this Titanic thing is wrong. Allow me to retort. If you think that you're always going to be safe getting in a submersible that goes 15,000 feet below sea level and think that there's zero risk because what, James Cameron did it? You are fucking retarded. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anything can happen at that depth. Well, apparently they're almost out of oxygen and this thing has gone missing. Now, goes to show you my ignorance. I thought that there was a tether somehow. No tether at all. No tether at all. So this submersible that is going down to the Atlantic Ocean seabed where the RMS Titanic is located, uh, resting, they, um, they disappeared. They, they just vanished, vanished. They're, they're gone. And as of yesterday, they had 40 hours of oxygen left. Yeah. So it's not looking good. And I'm, and I'm sorry for the people that are in there. But number one, like Ricky Gervais says, I can joke about whatever the fuck I want. Okay? It's your problem if you get offended. All right? All right. People can make any joke that they want. You have the choice to get offended or not. I, I could not care less what you people do. It's up to you. But I'm sorry if you think like, oh, you know, what a tragedy. I mean, it's not like they were at work and they pulled them off the job site and said, get into the fucking submersible. You're going down to the Titanic. These are wealthy people that decided to go down 
and viewed the boat. Like, get in, get inside the submersible. It is sealed from the outside and controlled from the inside with a cheap game controller. <laughs> right. Now get inside. <laughs> with lights, with this lights from Camping World. <laughs> <laughs> from Camping World, right. Right, so. Check this out. The submarine vanished on Sunday. It is now <coughs> Wednesday. Not looking good. Expected to resurface later that day, but did not. Three days into the search, there is believed to be less than 24 hours of breathable air on board this submersible. In a possible breakthrough, researchers said they heard underwater noises on Tuesday and Wednesday whilst looking for the vessel and subsequently relocate and relocated the search. However, they have not found the submersible yet. So these people heard underwater noises as if the ocean is not populated with anything that can make a noise except for a bunch of rich fucks in the Titanic submarine, right? And if it was the people in the Titanic submarine and they made underwater noises, yeah. it was probably the thing crunching the soda can. Like, it's like crack, crack, everybody's dead. It'll be fast. That decompression. Instantaneous. Yeah, it's over. I mean, it's faster than a gunshot. Yeah. I mean, it's over. So that's the bright side. The scary side is running out of oxygen. That's that's not good. That's not a good. That's not a way you're going to want to go. Um, press conference on Wednesday. Co-founder and board chair of Horizon Maritime Services, Sean Leet, said that the Horizon Arctic will arrive at the wreck tomorrow. We are very aware of the time sensitive sensitivity around this mission. The five passengers stuck on the sub are Stockton Rush. Hamish Harding, Paul Henri, uh, Nar Jolette, uh, Shazada, and Suleiman Dawood. Shazada, that sounds like something you order at Taco Bell. I'm not even kidding. Bird made that joke over a year ago. Yeah. And we get a Doritos uh, uh, Supreme or whatever. Doritos <laughs> Supreme or just make up words. That sounds like a made up name. Mm-hmm. Okay. Burrito. <laughs> Jabrita. It's a combination of it's a combination of the words jabroni and burrito. Yeah. He said, "Let me get a, a jabrito zabreem, jazim, or whatever. You just make it." Shit. <laughs> and then I tried to talk to him about uh, it, and he was like, "Do you hear yourself?" That was funny. That was good. That was that was good. We hope birds all right. Yeah, we haven't talked to him in a while. Um. What to know about these people? Hamish Harding is a businessman, aviator, and space tourist from the UK. He carved a successful career for himself in aviation after graduating from Cambridge with a degree in natural sciences and chemical engineering. He should have stayed in a fucking laboratory. At the time he went missing, he was based in the UAE, where he ran commercial and private aircraft company Action Aviation. Harding holds several Guinness World Records thanks to his various missions as an explorer and a space tourist. Well, no risk, no reward. Apparently this time it did not pay off. The lost submersible is approximately 8 feet high, 9 feet wide, 22 feet long, and weighs 23,000 pounds, according to Ocean Gate's website. Images on the website show people sitting on the ground with their legs crossed in the tiny open space. According to the science journalist Dave Pogue, the vessel has approximately the same amount of space as a minivan. 
at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, it's terrible. Oh. This is awful. Like. Yeah. It's not. This isn't cool, dude. Like, that fucking sucks. Can you imagine? And, like, you know, they have, like, this little, like, bottle to, like, go to the bathroom in. And you're stuck in there with people and you know you're going to fucking. Shit. Yeah, like, well, you know you're going to die, dude. Like, and you, like you're stuck with these fucking. You know how much money they paid to get on that fucking no, thing? No, I can only imagine. I think they had to pay, like, uh, either a quarter of a mil or half a mil. It was, like a, it was a quarter, I think a little more than a quarter of a mil. I think it was, yeah. like, j- somewhere just shy of, like, 300,000. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Like, they had to pay, yeah. you know, that amount of money, and now they're just going to fucking die. And it's like, hello, when you're paying that amount of money, like, what's the safety precautions, like, you, these are just people from i mean obviously people that have money and want to go on this thing but yep. you know because not everybody can afford that so it's not like it's a fucking you know ride at like disneyland but at the same time this is what you're talking about because people who are paying to get on there they're not like I, i'm assuming that they're not like you know marine biologist or something like they just want to go and see the titanic they're just a a bunch of rich bored assholes right and so what's the what's the end game here like you know you know why don't you have something in in place like and why can't you find this fucking thing you charge these people enough money and now they're just gonna fucking die like good luck you know, their family, your, their families are going to sue you. What's your fucking protocol, dude? Like, you don't have any protocols. You don't have a, that fucking thing to a tether when you're inviting people on board who, you know, you're not doing fucking research here. Like, they paid you money and you have no safety precautions in place. There's no way to fucking retrieve nope. this vehicle. Mm-hmm. Like, you are fucked. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and get in that fucking thing. Forget it. You will never. I don't care. I don't care if it's free. I will never get in something like that. Right. You, hey, you, you want to cram inside of a tuna can and go down so deep in the ocean that it's eight to nine atmospheres? Yeah. No. Huh? Huh? No, thank you. Huh? If you got to poop, if you got to poop, we got a little tiny jug over there. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> No, thank you. Yeah, that's it's a big no. Um, I hope they find them before they fucking die, but they're probably I not. <laughs> I do too. You know, like it's ugh. it's not looking good, Angel. It it's just, not, it's, and it's really sad. It is, but at the same time, like I said, and Christopher could back up <clears throat> the the guy even said one of the, the the billionaires. By the way, one of the billionaires. If I am a billionaire, only my friends are going to know where I'm at. Like I'm not getting in a submersible. Like I'm unless I'm riding with the cartel from uh, uh, with all the cocaine on the boat, and I'm fucking doing blow and shooting torpedoes at the coast guard. I doubt you'll be doing that. I don't. I don't roll like that. Like my my friends and my <laughs> family. Extreme. My friends and my family will know how to find me. Nobody else will. If I'm a billionaire, not, you're not going to see me. I have no reason to go out. I'm going to build a compound for my people. It's going to be like David Koresh only. Nobody fucks one. One person doesn't fuck everybody's wife. Yeah, we no. all kind of hang out and we shoot guns and grill. And it's not really like a, a compound, so to speak. Me- it's just a place where we all live. Right. Me- meat is our religion. Yeah, that's right. Meat and firearms. Bacon. God bless. Yeah. 
Crank that hawk. We're kind of like Mandalorians, except a little more overweight. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's true. And I'm going to be taking lots of naps, by the way, so be prepared. Uh, Hey, I play the lottery for a reason. (laughs) Somebody's got to win, and hey, man. Some yeah. some people do. Hey, everybody's got their own. I could spare five five dollars to pay, throw a couple of numbers down. I, I mean, I spend more money on Reese pieces. I think we'd we could all like three like live together in like you know a, a situation like that, and it worked with out our fine. significant others. Well, yeah, but you you dogs, would have your own cats, your own shit, like your own area. Oh no, everybody would have their own house. Yeah, that's what I mean, like your own area. And then what I would do is I would build a fucking longhouse like you know the vikings had mm-hmm. where that's where the meat eating happens and the merriment uh, and the, the, <laughs> great, the great the great dining hall yes yeah. that's what we would have and then that's where we all get together and like you know put on a record dude and then like we could totally like do games yeah lots of gaming and shoot machine guns whatever yeah you know i mean with that kind of money sure atf can we take the fucking stamp can whatever. we have yeah, like yeah. a soundproof like situation what, what are we talking about here like you know if you're Soundproof gonna want to shoot outdoors no like if you're gonna shoot guns like if yeah. you're inside oh, okay i was confused because i was thinking about going outside <laughs> you want to play games in a fake bear skin because i'm not gonna hunt the bear because I, I respect the bear i have no reason to kill it unless yeah. it's gonna hurt. so it's gonna be a f- <laughs> i was yeah because i was thinking i'm going outside to shoot machine guns and she's like can we soundproof and i'm like I, I don't know what you're talking about. Like we're gonna be out of doors. <laughs> no, I mean, like it's... I wanna I wanna soundproof the uh, the pooper, you know, because I like to take loud explosive <laughs> shits. No, she's thinking that everybody's gonna be in the great hall. Somebody just brings out a fucking Mac Ten. Some machine gun is like <laughs> what? No, I just mean like I want to play games that I like. You know, you don't want to get distracted by noises. You want to hear something retarded? What? You know, this talk, this uh, fake <laughs> thing about what it's like to be super rich when you win the lottery. Mm-hmm. Some asshole I used to work with told me, oh, dreaming of what you would do with the money is almost is almost better than when you if you do win the money. And I literally looked at this guy, we'll call him Frank, and I said, Frank, you are out of your fucking mind. There can't be right. anything like winning $50 million. Nothing. Nothing. Right. Like, Who the fuck said that shit? We'll call him Frank, okay? Well, what the fuck? Bill, Frank, whatever. It doesn't matter. None Joe Bob. I bring you more of the same. And you're really right. going to like this one, Angel. <laughs> okay, great. Um, I'm, I can't wait. You're really going to like this. All right. Has anybody ever heard of the time pyramid? <laughs> no. No, what's the time period? Now, pyramid. The Germans, who are known for many things, efficiency, one really bad spell in the 30s and 40s, really bad. Um, but they're known for like coming up with smart ideas. This is the antithesis of this idea. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is called the Zeitpyramid, also known as time pyramid. All right. Is a work of public art in month by manfred labert under construction in vemding germany the pyramid was begun in 1993 the 1200 year anniversary of the town mazel tov congratulations it's going to take angel another 1160 years to complete okay meaning the pyramid will be complete in the year of our lord 3183 okay the project at the end of 2023 will be 3.3% complete with the first four of its 120 concrete blocks 
that are placed every 10 years. This man, who is a national embarrassment, a global embarrassment, I, we have some listeners in Germany. Guys, uh, I don't know how to say meine Freund. Uh, bitte, please, stop this man. Stop him. Halt, verboten, uh, not good. This is retarded. Okay. okay. This is retarded. Have you seen the pictures of this fucking thing? Okay. Stand by. No. For those of you that are not on, uh, they're not on the, um, the bit shoot. I'm going to show people a, a photo. This is the progress to the pyramid that we're looking at right now. It is three concrete blocks. Okay. The Jews built the great pyramids of Giza far faster than this one person. I don't know what the point he's trying to make here. Is it the, I'm going to plant the tree whom shadow I'll never enjoy? Well, your kids aren't going to enjoy this and your grandkids and your great, great grandkids and a thousand, you know, generations forward. Nobody, and this is not going to exist. Trust me. People are going to show up at the site where this is at, these three square concrete blocks, and nobody's going to know how to explain it. How much you want to bet that's going to happen when this guy croaks and everybody's like, now we don't have to fucking put up with that shit again. You know what I mean? And yeah. they just leave them there and it becomes like part of some bird sanctuary or the skaters take it over and they put like some quick Crete ramps. They build some ramps to fucking skate on. I mean, look at this retarded piece of shit. Like, what are we doing here? That's why you people, you know. This is supposed to be for the time period. Okay. The time pyramid. I'm sorry. Time pyramid. I don't know why I keep saying period. Time period. Time pyramid. The town of Vemding dates back to the year 793 and celebrated 1,200 years, 1993, as previously stated. All right. The time pyramid was conceived by a local artist, great, uh, in 1993. One block is scheduled to be placed every 10 years, taking 1,190 years to complete. This time includes the initial block placed at the beginning of the project, which explains the apparent off-by-one error of 10 years. The material of the blocks used is not fixed and may be altered in future generations depending on availability. Let me tell you something, Manfred. They're not going to build it once you're gone. Okay? Once you're gone, you're gone. Uh, Manfred Laber was born in 1932, studied painting at the Hochschule für Bildende Kunste in Berlin in 1950s. His other artwork on permanent display on the Isla San Antonio and in Alcanar, Spain, and more Morion, France. Alcanar is also his part-time place of residence. The right. time pyramid is located on a concrete pad on a rounded hilltop. The uh, Robert Shoho, the northern edge of Vemdig, the first block was placed in 1993. 16.5 ton third and most recent block was placed on June 29th of 2013. Get ready, Angel. In a couple of days, that next block is going on. Oh, all right. Okay. Oh, wait. He's not doing it on the anniversary. He's doing it in September. Okay. A couple of months, Angel. I know you're excited. Just yeah, wait. I can't wait. Okay. Now, those concrete blocks that I talked about, what you folks, I have I have yet another a demonstration to make here. This is what this piece of shit is going to look like. Okay. This is what it's going to look like. And there's a human scale. So it's good. This is the pyramid. What is this bullshit? <laughs> this is what I'm saying. What the fuck is happening? You know what Kids... Carl, Carl Pilkington said? That this was the pissing about age. The faffing about age. 
this is a lot of faffing right here. Faffing about. I don't. This is it. I I don't even know what to say. So here you have the 1993 installation, the 23 2003 installation, okay. 2013. This will be 2023. 33, 40. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a long time. This is stupid. It is. It is stupid. I I thought I. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I knew know you I'd would say. enjoy learning about this but like you know what maybe i shouldn't like because i'm always saying stuff is stupid chris what do you think about this pyramid of time it's fucking stupid okay. all right there you go <laughs> like like what's the point like <laughs> okay I, I, it'd be different if maybe it looked cool Right. Like it looks fucking stupid. Doesn't even look like a pyramid. It's no. just con- it's just concrete like postmodernist fucking art. Like which you can create post, rather post, quickly. Postmodernist fucking self fucking flagellating fucking art. Like it's just <laughs> it's soulless in design and it doesn't look like it's made by somebody who enjoys life. <laughs> like right. Yeah, I um, I I don't know what to say about this. Otherwise, I I mean, I like art. Um, but this. I mean, is- I like art too, but like, there's nothing beautiful about that. Like, it's no. fucking concrete blocks. Yeah. <laughs> aligned in a grid pattern, something that you should probably, with a crew, get done in an extended weekend. But you decided, yeah, let's make it a twelve hundred year project. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, not even the great cathedrals of Europe took that long to complete. And those are pieces of art. Yeah, Um, this is just blatant nonsense. This person, Manfred, is a national embarrassment. Yeah, Um, it's just that's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. It it makes people angry. It certainly made I was confused and now I'm upset. Um, So he's probably hardcore into like autoerotic asphyxiation or something. (laughs) Like that's that's how he gets his jollies off, you know. I just can't like Chris, think about let's you and I let's 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 play a scene now. Chris and I are at a Denny's. Okay. All right. We're having a grand slam. We had a long we had a long drive. Delicious. We were coming from let's say we were coming from eastern PA. We had to do a stop out there. I got some family out there. Did a quick stop at a Denny's in Youngstown, let's say. Grit City. Tough place. Tough okay. town. Great town. Good people. All right. We're sitting down at a Denny's. Order the Grand Slam. I'm beginning to slice my sausage links. And I and I look at Chris with a mouthful of sausage and pancake. A little hash brown in there. And I'm like, you know, Chris, I, I really wanted to get into art. You know, I feel like I have something to give. I have some artistic, um, I don't know talents or desires to get into art christopher being a good friend is going to be supportive at first he's gonna be like you know yeah man you should go for it you know chris is an artist he plays music yeah That's, he's an artist okay uh people who paint play music and all that shit they're fucking artists look at your iphone look at the songs you can look it up by artist that's why they're called artists and he's going to be supportive and then i'm going to say you know what i was thinking was what I want to build is a penis, but I want to put one <laughs> piece of the penis together every 10 years. So there's like 
a little rounded part of the ball bag. We start at the stem, let's say, of the dick. Chris, what is your response to my 1,100-year project in building a giant rock-hard rock cock as a piece of modern art? I would tell you to quit fucking putzing around and just make the fucking dick, bro. <laughs> if that's what you're trying to do, make the dick. Don't, don't, don't stretch it out. Don't turn it into a 1,200-year time piece. Just, just make your phallic art yeah. and make, make it quickly. Yeah. yeah. Get after it. Dick art done fast. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to use, uh, you know, he who would uh, pick a pun would pick a pocket, but um, you got to go hard or not at all. And right. Yeah. You got to go hard. You got to go hard in the paint. Yes, you do. So that's kind of somebody should have pulled Manfred aside and said, listen, um, I know you went to art school in Berlin. Those people are crazy. Uh, you're a nice person. This is a lovely town. We don't want your brutalist <coughs> 1300 fucking year concrete project. Yeah. I don't care if I'm dead. I don't care if uh, nuclear Armageddon comes. Uh, we don't want your fucking stupid pyramid here. So Manfred, no, I'll do respect, Manfred. Go fuck yourself. That was a yeah. terrible idea. It's a zero right. out of ten. Not recommended for anybody. Right. Um, nobody likes this shit. Nobody likes that. We don't like that. We don't so, like this shit. We do like dick art done fast, though. <laughs> Think about what was done to my birthday pizza box that Ray sent me. The girls at the pizzeria drew hairy ball bags, penises with squirting jism. That's dick art funny. And dick, dick art, art done, right. done fast. Done yeah. fast, hard, and right. Yeah, that's that's, that's what right. we're saying. All we're saying, folks. Yeah. Much, much, together. Like, much like how I get my swerve on. There you go. <laughs> hard no. and fast. Hard and fast. <laughs> Time to make a sandwich. Um, so, yeah, that's it uh, from Germany right there. We're not going to end the program there. We're going to continue. We have some time. Those of you that know me know I have a casual interest in space. I enjoy learning about the vastness of the universe. I enjoy new developments in the field. I, I appreciate the study of the known universe. I love to learn about supernova, supernovae. I love to learn about supermassive black holes. I, I love all of that. I love the chaos, but the order that, that supermassive black holes create, that's what holds our galaxies together, which is phenomenal to me because it's the most destructive force that we know about in the universe, but it is also the thing that keeps all of this floating together um through this ridiculous um uh, unit like it, it's it, it's scary to a point when i start thinking about how vast everything is like you know when you see light in the sky that's actually like this traveled how many millions of years to get to your face or what like it's just it's beyond almost the scope of comprehension when you think about it it's quite awesome hopefully some i'd like to take a trip uh down to hawking hills with the gang because montana's a bit far for us but there are certain parts of southeast ohio that you can go to where you don't have the light pollution that'll interfere because I want to see the spiral arm of the Milky Way. I also know you can go up to Michigan and take a look up there uh, towards the top of the mitt. That would be interesting too, but I like Hawking Hills, so I'd love to do that. I just I find that stuff fascinating. I always like to learn about this. Angel, 
you're a big space fan. You like to talk about space weather. Yeah. Uh, you like to learn about this. I stuff. like space. Have you ever heard of V.Y. Canis Majoris? No. Oh, my. I've not heard of this. I mean, it sounds vaguely familiar, but I'm drawing a blank at the moment. What so about, I'm going to go with no. What about you, Chris? Have you ever heard of V.Y. Canis Majoris? Sounds familiar. All right. We're going to get to it. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but the scale of what I'm going to talk to you about is fucking retarded. Okay. It's an extreme oxygen rich red hypergiant or red supergiant and pulsating variable star 1.2 kil- kilo parsecs, also 3,900 light years away from the solar system in the slightly southern constellation of Canis Major. Okay. It is one of the largest known stars, one of the most luminous and massive red supergiants, one of the most luminous stars in the Milky Way. Okay. No evidence has been found that it's part of a multiple star system. It's, uh, it's great infrared excess makes it one of the brightest objects in the local part of the galaxy at wavelengths of 5 to 20 microns and indicates a dust shell or heated disk. All right. Okay. To give you scale of how big, we all know how big the sun is, right? Angel, how many Earths can you fit in the sun? I think it's 1.3 million Earths can fit in the sun. Could you look that up real quick? Sure. I, right. th- I think you're right. I, I think I, think I it's remember 1.3 million. How many? It takes an hour to get to Youngstown Earth for scale. Fit in the sun. Yeah, there we go. Let's see. Is it 1.3 million? Am I close? Um... What's it telling um, us? Let me click on it and I'll tell you. Okay. About one million Earths can fit inside the sun. Okay. One million. One million of this planet. Like I said, it takes an hour from my house to get to Youngstown. Just to give for scale. That's the distance I'm gonna start calculating everything. Well, how far is it is it the same length from here to Youngstown? Are you gonna talk about how many um Earths? Yeah. Or like how <laughs> Well no, I mean like if it takes an hour to get to Youngstown, imagine how far it would take you to get from like the the southern hemisphere of the sun to the northern <laughs> one in a Toyota Corolla going hundred miles an hour. All You're right. never gonna make it. No. You're never gonna make it. You'll die before before it happens. Before you get to Youngstown. Right. Um Or while you're in there. Or while you're in there. Yeah. Now check this out. They say, according to astrophysics using math this this the star is three billion times the volume of the sun okay yeah fucking a yeah taking this midpoint estimate is correct an object traveling at the speed of light would take six hours to go around its surface compared to 14.5 seconds for the sun talk about man alive okay well can you repeat that which part what you just said okay taking the midpoint of canis majoris uh-huh okay as being the correct um you know uh i guess you could say radius okay all right it is three billion times the size the radius of the sun okay all right an object traveling at the speed of light would take six hours to go around its surface 
compared to only taking 14.5 seconds to go around the sun at the speed of light. Okay. So that is an order of magnitude that is beyond comprehension. Correct. Unfucking believable. I wish I could find out how many suns we could fit in that son of a bitch. But why? Why does it matter? Because it doesn't even, like, you can't even. Well, to give you scale again, if the, if this star replaced our sun in the solar system, yeah. okay, it would be beyond the orbit of Jupiter. That's how big this star is. Right. Like retard it's very big, humongous, so big, it, retarded it, star. It's bigger than Beetlejuice. You know what? I don't know if it's bigger than Beetlejuice. I didn't look, but Beetlejuice is my favorite one just because of the name. You know what I mean? I'm a big fan of our sun, don't get me wrong. I don't want to make it upset. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, the sun gets upset. Next thing you know, we have space weather and it fucks with the electronics. You know, the sun will get very angry if we don't sacrifice ninety thousand people in a weekend to a TOT Wakan. Um, well, you know, you it, know. we want to make sure that the sun comes back. So we sure do. You know, we, we have sure to do. make sure that you know at Teotihuacan <laughs> that all of these people get sacrificed until the sun starts behaving itself again. I mean, that's the only direction you can go in. That, I mean, that's it, right? I mean, yeah. you got the Temple of the Sun, so why not? I found something for you, Angel. You brought up Beetlejuice. Yeah. We said it three times, so look out. Those of you... He's going to... And up here. Here we go. Right to left. Okay? Right to left. Canis Majoris compared to Beetlejuice. And then the rest of these fucking guys. And the sun too small to be visible in this thumbnail. Yeah. So that's... I mean, that's that's just... It's retarded big. It is really big. I think I now I do remember hearing about this, but I don't like I, something, a, you know, the star that was bigger than Beetlejuice. I didn't remember the name. So this must be it. Yeah. So there we go. Like, I mean, there's more, obviously. Obviously, out there, there's more. But uh, I remember yeah. hearing something about this gigantic star. And I know Christopher is also a fan of, you know, these sorts of things like he enjoys learning about this. And for me, again, it's always cool to check this out because, like, everything that we do here is so fucking insignificant in the grand scheme of things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Getting worked up over a job, getting worked up over bullshit in your life. Like, the the Cadus Majoris is out there. It's going to eat you. Yeah. And the sun and everything around. You know what I mean? Like, all this. I mean, have an ice cream. Have an ice cream. I was going to say, aren't uh, red giant stars that are in their final phase of life? Not sure. Is it yeah, because then they go super don't they go super giant and then they go red dwarf where they contract? They're, they after they burn off their fuel and they start eating themselves. They, I was right? gonna say they, they expand and then right. they contract. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yep, and then it becomes a white dwarf and then um basically like it, it stops giving off heat at this condensed ball. Um what's at the center of the sun of these stars? They speculate it's like well they it, it it's nuclear explosions essentially right Mm -hmm. so it's like hydrogen and helium helium is like all over the place right yeah and they suspect there might be a liquid nickel core to this thing what a wild fucking thing i mean it's i I love learning about this stuff it's like dinosaurs you put a book like this in front of me that has pictures and scale i'm all in i'm all (laughs) in you know what i mean like when they have the t-rex they put it next to like a fucking city bus you're like wow look you could eat the bus like you look at Canis Majoris, like wow, we could eat Beetlejuice. You know, it's wild. It's 
that I always did that as a kid. I'm like, this could eat that, right? And then I look at the yeah. dinosaur. Like it, like it makes you want, like it, it, it's so large, like the question would be like, how many of our solar systems could you fit inside of that thing? It's a good question. Yeah. And then to consider the mass of black holes running around, causing problems all over the place, and then the supermassive black hole, which is what holds the entire galaxy in order. Yeah. It's just, um, it's phenomenal. And I'm sad that I won't be here to see many of the discoveries that are to come in the next several hundred years, but I'm, I'm excited for the future. Um, I hope they figure right. it out. The supermassive black hole is what keeps everything tight butthole. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. No loosey-goosey here, buddy. Yeah, no nope. least nope. butthole, tight butthole. You better that believe it. Supermassive black hole. <laughs> and thank goodness for that. Um, right. But again, like, I remember, like, you know, physicists talking about, like, with the experiences, what they speculate why it happened, like, the event horizon, where, you know, it'll, it'll be like you're frozen in time, and then the spaghettification that happens when you get sucked into the black hole. That's speculation. Of course, it's speculation. I mean, who knows what happens? But the idea that it eats time and light is fucking wild, right? It's, like that's yeah, scary. Its gravitational pull is so great that not even light can escape it. It's wild shit, man. It's um, it's fun. I love to learn about it. So we learned about that. We learned about the stupid pyramid, the people down at the Titanic who are going to add to the body count. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Um, it's just what it is. Yeah. All right. Uh, it is what it is. But I want to get into something that's a little bit more nefarious, okay? All right. First and foremost, anybody heard of Black Rock? Black Rock. Yeah, I know Christopher. Yeah, un- unfortunately. Yeah. What do you know about I, Black I, Rock? I, I know Black Rock all too well. <laughs> uh, one of the, uh, the largest uh, wealth investment firms in the entire world, along with uh, Vanguard and... Uh, What's the third big one? BlackRock, Vanguard. There's another one. But anyways, uh, they pretty much own just about everything. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Yeah. Including houses, right? Houses, so, brands at the grocery store. Brands at the grocery store. That's right. Their tentacles are literally in everything. The illusion of choice. That's right. You have no choice. No, everything's BlackRock or Vanguard. Yeah. Yep. Uh, sometimes both sometimes both blackrock and vanguard are two of the big three passive fund asset management firms the third state street is owned by blackrock anyway (laughs) (laughs) so it didn't really matter didn't matter crystal gets a 100 yeah no i mean Uh, he's very intelligent so whose largest shareholder is vanguard Nothing, nothing funny going on here. Stop it. Uh, it seems all roads lead to BlackRock. That's all right. Vanguard is the largest shareholder of BlackRock. Vanguard itself, on the other hand, has a unique structure that makes its ownership more difficult to discern. But many of the oldest, richest families in the world can be linked to Vanguard funds. Vanguard and BlackRock are the two top owners of Time Warner, Comcast, Disney, and News Corp. Four of the six media companies that control more than 90% of U.S. media landscape. Together, BlackRock and Vanguard own 18% of Fox, 16% of CBS, 13% of Comcast, which owns NBC, MSNBC, CNBC, and Sky Media Group, 12% of CNN, junk stock, 12% of Disney, which owns a number of subsidiaries. 
media behemoths that may present themselves as rivals are, in reality, owned by the same company. Mm -hmm. The editorial authority of BlackRock and the companies in which it has stake is debatable, but the point is, you direct narratives globally and influence geopolitics at the grandest of scales. While BlackRock and Vanguard shaped the media landscape of the world, BlackRock's secret weapon, an advanced trading algorithm called Aladdin, has been shaping global markets for decades. The extensive technology program, which by some estimates operates more than $21.6 trillion in assets, meanwhile they were handing out $600 checks, but whatever, was created by Fink and several colleagues in 1988. Aladdin is an acronym for Asset Liability Debt and Derivative Investment Network, a program that executes an average of 250,000 trades per day. Aladdin executes trades in every asset class across every industry and directs the action of the Federal Reserve and almost every major U.S. bank. It controls over half of the EFT, 70% of the bond market, and 10% of the stock market. It collects data points on every major market, every company, every asset, and uses machine learning to calculate which trades to make in less time than it takes you for your brain to send an electrical signal through your nervous system to your fingers. The network that makes up Aladdin is approximately 5,000 supercomputers that act that now act as the central nervous system for the world's most sophisticated investors and asset managers. Every major bank and fund has come to rely on Aladdin, its all-powerful AI, to beat the market, which raises several fundamental questions about the nature of our fragile financial system. If Aladdin's network were to be hacked, right, it could have a swift and catastrophic impact on the global economy. The more existential problem is the monopoly this algorithm has created. BlackRock essentially rents out its proprietary golden goose to the world's highest bidders, mostly large hedge funds and mega banks. This paradigm leaves small investors as a major at a major disadvantage, excuse me, and gives companies like BlackRock and Vanguard license to steer the economy as they see fit. As soon as BlackRock appears as one of your shareholders, your company stands out from the crowd. It gains a huge amount of prestige, said journalist and BFM business TV shows Gregory Favet. Okay. When you are Larry Fink, you could talk as equals with the director of the IMF or a head of state. Mr. Fink has already been received twice at the Elysee at the election of Emmanuel Macron. When the global financial crisis hit, Aladdin was called upon by every major bank as well as the head of the Federal Reserve in the United States Treasury. The U.S. government called on Aladdin to figure out which assets to keep and let go at Bear Stearns, a New York-based global investment bank, securities trading, and brokerage firm that failed in the 2008 financial crisis and subsequently sold to a firm called J.P. Morgan Chase. You don't say. The success of Aladdin has had an, an almost single-handedly stopping the world from experiencing complete financial collapse earned it a prestigious place amongst the world's governing bodies. Aladdin was given free reign to decide what to do with the $2 trillion that was printed in the wake of the Great Recession. The majority of it was allocated to bonds and funding to prop up the mortgage companies and banks, assets which BlackRock was already heavily invested in. Boo! You I was going to say the, the, the disaster that Larry Fink himself created. Yeah, how about that? I, I read that sentence again propping up mortgage companies and banks not the people who own the homes who were going no, to be kicked out. no 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 you're you're this the reason why i bring this up is i need to give you a little black pill okay 
we've got some red pills, we've got some clear pills, we've got, this is a black pill. These people fucking, oh, like, we talked about the illusion of choice, right, Christopher? Like, when um, George Carlin made the uh, joke, I mean, people laughed, but he was telling the truth. He's like, you have no choice. You have owners. They own you. They own everything. Yeah. I mean, you do, you do... <laughs> I mean, the choice is, okay, here are these three things. Which of these three things do you want to choose from? Even though it's pre-selected, you're still having a choice, but it's a choice of somebody else's choice, right? Right. Is that what we're getting at? Yeah, kind of. Yep. In 2017, Fink launched a new project at BlackRock called Monarch, which replaced many of the firm's fund managers with algorithms. Now over 70% of all U.S. stock market trades are executed by robots, according to to Investopedia. The influence of BlackRock and its all-powerful algorithm cannot be overstated. As of 2021, at least three executives from BlackRock operate notable positions in President Joe Biden's cabinet. Biden appointed BlackRock executive Dan- Brian Dees, as in Dees nuts, had to be done. Had to be done. I was already of- thinking it. Thank you. See, great minds think alike. Head of the National Economic Council and Adewale Adeyemo, former chief of staff to BlackRock's chief executive, is the top official at the Treasury Department. Okay. Uh, the fix is in. All <laughs> there's, right. there's a big club, and you're not in it. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So I just wanted to bring that up. Now, have you ever heard, switching gears a little bit here, you ever heard of LexisNexis by any chance? It has nothing to do with the car, by the way. Mm-hmm. Okay, LexisNexis. It's used to track cars, gather information on people. All right, ICE is now going to use it. All right, all right, or has been using it. The legal research, and this is from Sam Biddle from The Intercept. This is the article here. LexisNexis is selling your personal data to ICE so it can try to predict crimes. This is a problem. Legal research of public records data broker LexisNexis providing U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement with tools to target people who potentially commit a crime before any actual crime takes place. According to a contract document obtained by the Intercept, LexisNexis then allows ICE to track the purported pre-criminals' movements. The unredacted contract overview provides a rare look at the controversial $16.8 million agreement between LexisNexis and ICE, a.k.a. your government, a federal law enforcement agency whose surveillance of and raids against migrant communities are widely criticized as brutal, unconstitutional, and humane. Mm. The purpose of this program is mass surveillance at its core, said Julie Mao, an attorney and co-founder of Just Futures Law, which is suing LexisNexis over the allegations it illegally buys and sells personal data. Mao told The Intercept, the ICE contract document, which he reviewed for the Intercept as an admission, an indication that ICE aims to surveil individuals where no crime has been committed and no criminal warrant or evidence of probable cause. But, like, why? You know, I mean, I know why, but it's like, this is such a bad idea from, you know, the, like, I mean, I, I get why, like, you know, I understand the why behind some things, but you can't just do this like i mean you don't you can't predict that somebody's gonna 
this is really hard to like predict algorithm wise because it's like some fucking freaky minority report shit right like exactly you don't know for sure because there are people who are perfectly fine perfectly normal who don't commit any crimes and then one day they fucking flip the fuck out flip their fucking wig and they fucking you know murder a bunch of people right like it happens Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like you can't just use an algorithm as like an end-all be-all to you know be like oh the you know we could stop a crime before it before it happens because that algorithm doesn't necessarily always predict what a person's going to do because people are while yes people can be predictable people can also be very unpredictable so you can't really i get i get the idea behind why they think it might work and you know if there were good people which we all know that that this would never work because they're they use it for other shit mm-hmm. and not just for oh it, this will, it will always be used right. for nefarious purposes right always and so you, you can't you can't do it no so you can guarantee that if you give the government a tool that they will exploit it to the fullest extent that they're able to Right. And I mean, I don't think it's a good idea because it's opening can of worms. They already speculate enough. You say the abuse is terrible. It's terrible. It's it it's a bad idea. Like, I get the thought behind it because, like, try maybe trying to find, like, a serial killer. They might be able to, like, use, like, you know, this algorithm and, like, try to figure out, you know, cases, right? Like, based upon the information, maybe they have like open cases. Like I see them using maybe something like that, but like to use it against people to predict their crimes or try to prevent future crimes and using against other people who haven't committed crimes. Like it doesn't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. I don't get it. Like using an algorithm to help solve a crime, you know, maybe a cold case, whatever i get i get that aspect of it but you know just using it in general to fucking fuck with people like stupid yeah i have to agree with you and i just wanted to bring that up for you guys i mean again more of the same it's a bad idea not a fan zero out of ten right no good um speaking of no good unfortunately i'm going to direct us uh we're going to be landing at some choppy weather some really tragic stuff happened here in our glorious motherland uh in fact angel's the one who kind of turned me on to this uh story i i watched the badge cam footage and um it's really nasty you guys i uh i know that there's a lot of people in the libertarian or you know freedom community whatever the fuck it is now who don't like capital punishment okay fine um most of the time i'll, I'll agree with you most of the time i feel like it's you, you know misplaced um for what i'm about to talk about this person should i mean i'm gonna advocate for his execution on the spot it should have happened um this individual this father okay three boys quote unquote yeah quote unquote um he is a dna donor to his now deceased children three of them anyway lined up his sons lined up his kids and executed them with a rifle okay the kids were three four and seven years old okay 
I if the death penalty isn't for him, then you've got to explain to me who the fuck it's for. Uh, I watched the badge cam footage. The rifle was right next to him. And we're I'm going to put it lightly. We, we could be very critical of the police here. Very critical. And with good cause. These cops had to run over and try to render aid to these deceased children because they have to do it. And I honestly feel bad for them because they're never going to forget this. The image of three young children murdered by their father. Now they did, it was blurred out in the, the, um, yes. you know, badge cam. So they did, you know, blur out that image or, you know, edit it to where you, you couldn't see that, but you knew that the children were there obviously because the one officer runs over and, you know, you, you can't see what's happening. So you just assume he's trying to render aid um to these children and do the best that he can to help them but they're probably already gone at that point very yeah very true the part that's even more fucked up about this story that really has me um really more upset than normal is one of the children the one of the boys got away he tracked down the child dragged him back and executed him uh, the mother of the children suffered a gunshot wound through her hand trying to protect or to try to do something to help her kids. Uh, I think the daughter, there was a daughter or stepdaughter involved. She ran away and he planned to kill everybody. Everybody. But um, it's, uh, I, <laughs> I can't even begin to understand what, like, I mean, why we're hanging on to these people. I mean, I'm sorry if the cop would have if the cops would have blown this fucker away, I would have had nothing to say. I'd have been like, well, you know, the rifle's right there. You guys lie all the time about people reaching for cell phones. They turn out to be weapons. Well, they're not. The guy didn't move to his, you know, whatever smarts, I guess. Right. But he didn't have to. He could just say the cop was in fear of his life. There was a weapon next to him. It looked like he was moving for it. And just dump a mag into him and get this fucking shit over with. Yeah, but the guy wasn't moving and they had badge cams on it. He wasn't The one moving. time they leave him on. <laughs> well, right? he know? didn't move because he knew if he moved that they would have fucking shot him because the rifle was right there. Yeah. So, you like, that guy, you know, played it right, cause he, but he's a piece of shit. You know, That's it's okay an understatement. For... He's a fucking monster. Yeah, yeah, like I mean, he wanted to, you know, murder his his children, but like he didn't have the balls to be gunned down himself. He's a piece of fucking shit. He's a monster. He's a terrible person. You know, as Chris said, a monster. Absolutely, a monster. Fucking, I didn't know. I I just saw that the badge cam video. I didn't, you know, read up on the story after the fact. I didn't know that that happened. That's fucking terrible. Yeah, it's um, it's about as awful as it gets, folks. It's just um, what a piece of shit. I just, I hope that he is um, I, I hope that somebody, I hope that he's exterminated. I hope somebody in jail gets a hold of him. I really do. Let 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 them fucking sort it uh, out. Why kill these children? I I know. Can you just do it yourself? Can you kill yourself? I he mean, was too much of a fucking coward to kill his own self or die by cop. Yeah, it's um. He's a fucking, you know, coward. We don't need these people around. I'm sorry. We just, we don't need 
this taking up taxpayer dollars sitting around in a jail cell i mean jello <laughs> um, you know as much as the cops fuck up and do terrible fucking things like part of me sometimes wishes that they would do it to these types of people they would fuck up and you know beat the shit out of these fucking kinds of people who who murder children for you know whatever rape children like it they you could tell the one guy on the badge cam when he's you know transporting this fucking guy to his car like to put him in the back seat of the car mm-hmm. he the, he says something to him and he, the cops like shut up yeah you know? i remember that like he wants to beat the shit out of him and he, like he wants to like but he can't because the dude's not resisting arrest like he can't fucking he can't do anything these people who actually hurt other people they don't resist arrest they just lay down and fucking you know allow the cops to like cuff them and you know the cops want them to give them a reason but they don't because they're fucking cowards and the guy was complaining about how you know hit the way he was laying on the ground he was hurting could he move after he fucking shot his children no you know no, no <laughs> like, you can't move as a matter of fact i'm gonna i'm gonna put my knee in the back of your neck now sir <laughs> yeah. i just yeah it's uh i gotta it's, tell you uh, <laughs> just to um i want it for those of you that were watching this um i, I let that i mean look, look at these 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 three young kids here, these three boys, these three brothers, uh, you know, didn't even get a chance to start fucking life. You That's know what terrible. I mean? It's just, uh, it, my heart is literally, it breaks when I read shit like that. It's just, I, um, I just wish they would have fucking wasted him. Like I, you get a pass, you get a pass, you get a pass. These kids didn't deserve that. I mean, it's just, it's fucking, I don't know what's wrong with people, but um, we don't need that fucker sitting around anywhere. Um, no. Hopefully somebody does to him what they did to Jeffrey Dahmer in prison. Oh, yeah, with the broom handle? Yeah, that would be an appropriate way and just bludgeon Ugh. him to fucking death on the floor of a bathroom. Um, mm-hmm. It's just make, it, make him suffer. Yeah, because you deserve it. I mean, you deserve it. It's just I can't... Oh, one, I, 100%. I can't, I can't deal with it. I, I just... And people, you know, you can say whatever you want, but I promise you on my kid's life, if they gave me the opportunity to perform an execution on someone like that, I would do it and I would sleep very well. I promise you that. I can't <laughs> right? like, stand this shit. Like, like I don't even need any melatonin. I'll sleep like a baby. Yeah. He could have went to a, a family member, a neighbor and said, I can't take care of these kids whatever was happening he didn't need to kill his entire family like i I don't know so people want to i want to know why he did it yeah why did he do this shit there's no reason you know even if he provides a reason why there is no reason for behavior like this but like justification whatsoever why not just drop your kids off somewhere like if you can't take care of them drop them off at your mom's house take them to a neighbor and be like I am having a hard time and I need you to just take my kids because I'm going to shoot them if you don't. Yep. Like, just, you know, like, why kill your, or try to kill your entire family? Like, there there are so many ways that people will help you. 
you don't have to do things like this. And if you are having thoughts like that, like, you know, people are, people are there to help. And, and if they just are like, I can't be like, listen, if you don't take these kids, I'm going to murder them. I need you to take them. I need you to come here now. I need help. Mm-hmm. People will come call, call somebody, you know, drop them off at a neighbor's house, take them to the fucking library and drop them off there and walk away like yeah anything other than murder right anything other than murder would work but unfortunately yeah that's all we had again guys terrible i just um i you know sometimes uh you know i would be okay with uh canis major coming here and eating this planet and getting it over with because this place can be really shitty um so you never know about people yeah you just you just never know and I hope that justice is done upon this human being or yeah, I can't even call him human because I can't figure I mean, no regular person's going to this is an animal. This is a a sick, uh, disgusting individual who deserves to be dispatched from this earth, uh, never to be seen again. And uh, ashes scattered in a septic tank because that's where he belongs. Um, but again, that's all I had uh, for this week uh, again. We had some laughs and we have some genuine consternation over some really evil shit out there. Um, Angel, I'm going to turn it over to you real quick. Do you have anything before we depart? No. Okay. Christopher, do you have anything? BitChute. Thank you. Remember to sign up at the BitChute if you haven't. Check it out. It's where all the videos are going to be. YouTube is just not happening. Okay. So Yeah, you, YouTube's too much a... Too- too much of like a the Stasi, you know. Like we're, yeah. we're not down with that. No, nope. we don't roll with that anymore. So check us out. I'm, I'm going to try to get the videos up on uh, Rumble if I can. Uh, you try, you know, try just trying to increase how many. But BitChute has never given us any trouble whatsoever. It's kind of like what YouTube used to be back in 2006, where you know back in stuff, the Wild West days, right? There's there's nasty stuff on BitChute, but there was nasty stuff on YouTube for a long time, and people were like, "Well, just don't watch it then. What do you fucking care?" Right. I, that's my whole thing. I don't. Who cares? I don't watch shit about people. You know. Never mind. We're leaving. I don't. You know. <laughs> right. I yeah. don't. I don't watch that shit either. Like, okay. Right. No. If people want to talk shit about whatever they want to talk shit about, and you're not into it mind your own fucking business and watch something else that's right watch something else <laughs> no that's it watch something else uh at this point i would like to thank our sponsors gorisnexus.com ray faba fine art and design from the great lakes i paint akron where all accidents are happy accidents and team mandalore who keeps cycling very weird please also don't forget about our friend bobby and fairly decent golf check it out we have two shirts up there that bobby has put our merch on his website to embrace the decimation of your asshole on horseback thanks to christopher for that one um thank you bobby we love you uh but ladies and gentlemen let's uh let's discuss something important okay father's day has come and gone and whether your father went out for cigarettes and milk 25 years ago (laughs) and never returned or you yourself are a dad, or you're the dad that stepped in, or whatever the case is, you're a father figure, you're an uncle, you're whatever. I hope you had a great weekend, but I know that you disappointed a lot of people because you didn't smell good, all right? <laughs> Unfortunately, this is something that's a bit of an epidemic. Um, people aren't washing with the right soap. They're using a lot of detergent out there. And don't forget, your skin is the largest organ that you have. Please consider taking care of your skin a lot better don't forget about Akron Apothecary with Todd's very gay soap. 
This is cold-pressed, handmade, gay soap, crafted with gay hands for your supple ass, your very supple undercarriage, the boobs, underboob, fat folds, sweats, dung ditch, you name it, Todd's Gay Soap will assassinate any stink on your body. You'll be like Sirhan, Sirhan, and Bobby Kennedy. He will fucking take out that stank. <laughs> Check it out. Akron Apothecary. That's right. <laughs> Check it out. Akron Apothecary. Todd's Gay Soap. Please support Todd and the soap. Get yourself smelling fresh and clean. Dog days of summer are coming. We don't want you to smell like a dog that just swam through a river of shit. We want you to smell good, clean, fresh, big holiday coming up. We all know what it is, right? Here in the United States of America, it's Independence it's Day. It's Independence Day. Declare your independence from stink. <laughs> Declare your independence from a dirty asshole. Check out Todd's Gay Soap because Todd's Gay Soap is... Oh, that ass. And if you're trying to beat that summer heat, make sure you wash that asshole and pecker me. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. Thank you. See you yeah. later. <laughs>